Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I give God thanks for being here with all of you on episode number 199 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are here to talk about something that we officially celebrate one time a year, but that we should do at all times. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Bill encourages you, is coming to you with giving God praise or thanksgiving. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So I'm going to start off our podcast with some background and a story, which is going to lead into our topic du jour for today. So quick background about me is that I have a thing (laughs) about trying to be timely. And many times I can be my own worst enemy when it comes to being places on time. So that's a battle that's ongoing for me. Okay. The battle intensifies when there are other people involved in the timing and, and getting where I need to go, especially if I've, I've got to pick you up or, you know, if you're riding with me or if you come over, you know, whatever the case may be, when I get ready to go, I need for everyone to be ready because I'm already pressed. So I need for everyone to be ready. So in this particular situation, I happen to have a couple of young people with me and I instructed them um, as I was making my way out of the house to go ahead and get into the vehicle so that we can get where it was that we needed to go. And in doing so, Um, I did not check to see what the young people looked like. It was my presumption, and these are some older young people, that everyone was dressed accordingly. So when we get close to the venue that we were going to uh, go ahead and be a part of this particular event, I happened to look at one of the young people, and they had on some footwear 
that was only designated for home use. Now, many of us that that grew up in my era, uh, we had things that you went out in public in (laughs) and things that you played around the house in. And typically when your clothes or shoes got to a point where they, you know, they weren't fit for public consumption, that's the stuff that you played in. You know, your parents didn't care. And I've since passed that down uh, to family members of mine. And that footwear was just, it was not for public consumption. And here we are five minutes away from where we needed to be. And this young person was not dressed appropriately. Now, of course, that set off a little bit of controversy because I I wasn't quite clear as to why you would be dressed up beautifully and put these shoes on that don't that that are just completely ragged. Why would you do that? I, I needed to understand what the thought process was around that choice. And after discussing it <laughs> in some detail and making a decision to have to go and to uh, purchase something else, um, the scripture came to me as I was driving to, to pick up a new pair of shoes. The scripture came to me, First Thessalonians, I believe it's 5 and 18, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And once the Lord dropped that into my spirit, I dropped the conversation and the Lord blessed us to be able to find something that was um, just completely within budget. I mean, (laughs) I I won't say what I won't I won't say the whole thing, BCU family. But what I will say is, is that the footwear that replaced that was mere dollars, just a few dollars on sale. And the Lord led us to the right place, the right time. We got in, we got out and we were able to make um, our uh, event within plenty of time. So God worked everything out. Now, God does things like that because he's God and he's good. I can't help but wonder if I had continued to go on and on and on and choose to override what the Lord was putting in my spirit about giving thanks, if he would have lined things up as beautifully as he did. Do you all follow what I'm saying? So, what I am saying is, is that when things happen that we're not excited about, when the unexpected comes up, when a disappointment comes up, when a hurt comes up, when um, frustration comes up and it happens, we really have to, with the help of the Lord, refocus on God's goodness in spite of everything. Now, let me reemphasize, BCU family, that in this life, we will have trouble. We will have things. Now, uh, obviously, a, a pair of shoes is, is nothing to be compared to uh, the diagnosis of a major illness. What my point is, is that we're going to get news and there's situations and, and things that are going to come up that are going to frustrate our spirit, that's going to anger us, that's going to worry us, that's going to want to stress us or whatever that emotion is. So we'll feel that emotion for the moment, but then we need to come to ourselves with the help of the Lord, come to ourselves and rely on the Lord that is in us and give thanks. First Thessalonians again, 518 says, in everything, 
Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Notice in that scripture, there are no, no clauses. There's no parentheses. There, there's nothing that says, with the exception of, I love the Lord because he's so inclusive with everything. It doesn't say uh, if your spouse or if your child or if your co-workers, it doesn't say that. The Lord was plain. He said, in everything. And I can say for myself, BCU family, that I have to remember that. And I thank the Lord for dropping it in my spirit when he did, because we need to give thanks in everything. And in doing so, BCU family, um, I can't guarantee which route the Lord is going to take for you. But what I can tell you is, is that he will work things out. And in this situation of mine, he smoothed out the path just beautifully way so much more so much better than I could have ever imagined. Uh, just for us to go into the store and find what we needed and find the size and there was no one at the counter and we were able to get in and out. I mean, God just did that. Within uh, probably less than 10 minutes, we were in and out and done and taken care of and God worked it out. Now, I can't say that that's going to happen in every situation, but if we do what the Lord says in that scripture, I can guarantee you because God knows what he's doing, that he's going to work everything out in his timing, his will, his way. And if it doesn't work out right away, he's going to sustain you until he does work it out. Amen. Because we're giving God thanks in everything. So a big part of my point here is BCU family is that we often do not spend enough time giving God thanks for everything. We ask for a lot of things and the scriptures tell us that we should. Amen. We should ask for things. We should talk to the Lord. We should petition him. Uh, I, I say that quite a bit. We've got to ask God for things. Absolutely. We should. In the asking though, there's got to be thanksgiving. Case in point, Philippians chapter four, uh, verse number six be anxious or careful or worried for nothing, right? But in everything, through prayer, supplication, and get this, thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard or keep your minds through Christ Jesus. So, very often, and that's one of my favorite scriptures as well, we will pray and we will, we will pray and we will, again, ask God, petition him, supplication. That just means a fervent asking, supplication. So we'll do that. Do we give God thanks? See, there's three things that we do there in prayer, supplication. We've got to remember the thanksgiving. So do we give him thanks for it? And we may do that initially as time goes on. Do we continue to thank the Lord for what it is that he's about to do? The awesome thing about God is that we don't necessarily need to go back over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, if you're led to do that, that's fine. There should be a point where we get settled in our spirit and we just have to trust that God is going to do what he said he would do and we need to thank him for it. So while I am waiting for that doctor's report to be reversed, I need to give God praise. 
yet things may start to, I may start to, to feel the symptoms or the, the symptoms may manifest themselves or the doctor may say, you know, in between visits, well, you know what? Things haven't changed much. If I have asked the Lord for healing and I'm assured in my spirit that he's going to do it, then it's just a matter of God's timing to get it done. And in between that, I want to give him thanks. Amen. I, I have requests before the Lord that I've had for, and I, and I mentioned this in our last podcast, that I've had, you know, as recently as yesterday, this morning, and as long as almost 20 some odd years ago. Yes, indeed. And I'm believing God, even in the time that I have waited for him to manifest those promises. I'm looking for him to do it any day now. And what the Lord has taught me to do is to give thanks. So when that comes up and when the enemy says, well, the Lord hasn't done such and such yet and you're still waiting and, you know, uh, this thing that you prayed about and this person that you prayed for, it hasn't come to pass yet. If God says that he's going to do it, it's going to be done. And, And rather than be anxious and nervous and worried and caught up in the fact that it isn't done yet, I need to give God thanks. Lord, thank you for doing it. Thank you for working it out. Thank you for answering. Thank you for manifesting your presence. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me as I continue to wait. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. And in doing that, in doing that, BCU family, this just, Lord, I just give your name praise. It strengthens us in our spirit. Uh, Isaiah 40 and 31 says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So as we're waiting and we're giving God thanks, he renews our strength so that we can continue to wait if that's what he's asking us to do. And many times, BCU family, as we are in the waiting process, we can be so busy giving God praise that we don't even notice that he has done what we have asked him to do, that he's, he's fulfilled our prayer request. Amen. Or it, 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 and, and if we're still waiting, we may notice that it doesn't bother us that the situation hasn't changed. Uh, it, it's funny, just recently, uh, I was uh, with someone who I'm asking the Lord to save. I spent some time with this individual uh, very recently. And uh, this this is one of the requests that I've had before the Lord for a number of years. Didn't bother me at all. Now, of course, I want to see them saved, but I wasn't consumed with the fact that the Lord had not saved them as of yet. I can enjoy this person's company and talk about the Lord as the Lord led continue to talk with them without being weighed down by the fact that they have not given their lives to Christ yet. Amen. So it can be done with the help of the Lord. This is an area where the Lord wants to grow us up in and to mature us, or as the scriptures say, to perfect us, perfect that word breaks down into Greek to mature us so that we are not fallen to pieces every time We have to wait on the Lord for something. Rather, if it starts to bother us, 
that we give God praise and thanksgiving right from our hearts, knowing that he heard our request. He heard us. He heard us the first time. He heard us the 10th time. He heard us the 20th time. He heard us before we called him. The scriptures say he heard us. But knowing that there is a reason for the wait. And, and with that, knowing also, BCU family, that we serve the author of time. Uh, many times we get frustrated because we think that we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Lord, I'm running out of time. He's the author of time. So if God has a timing for something to be done, there's a reason for it. And we may feel like it's it's too late, but it's not because God is perfect in all of his ways. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. And he has a reason for everything that he does, whether or not we understand it in our finite minds or not. When we think about the story of Lazarus, Lazarus, Lazarus had died and he had been dead a number of days, BCU family. And that was intentional that, that Jesus waited. And when he got there, when, when he finally made his way there, sister said, you know, Lord, if you had been here, you know, my brother would not have died. It looked like it was too late, BCU family. It looked like it was too late. But even in that situation, because God is just so awesome, what, what looked dead, what was dead, was brought back to life again. Lazarus was in his grave clothes bound, okay? It, the, the scripture said by this time, he stinks by this time because he's been dead so long. And, and I love it because Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And that's exactly what he did. The Lord raised him from the dead, BCU family, after, after a number of days. So if, and this is the same God we serve now. So if he can do that then, and this is the same God, he can speak to any situation regardless of the timing. It's our job to give God praise and thanksgiving throughout the process, even through the tears. And I know BCU family, what I'm talking about, been there, been there, BCU family, through the tears, through the hurt, through the pain, through the disbelief, through the, I don't understand why I'm going through this, through the, you know, I've been faithful, Lord, and, and why is this happening to me? Through all of those emotions and feelings and um, just the, the heartache and heartbreak, through all of that, give God thanks, Lord. I thank you regardless. This is hurting my heart right now, but I thank you. The wait's taking some time, Lord, but I thank you. I thank you. Try doing that, BCU family, and watch how your spirit changes. Watch how the Lord will strengthen you. Watch how your emotions will start to change. And that heaviness and the sadness and the anger and the frustration and the disappointment and the stress begins to disappear as the Lord continues to, to speak to your heart. And as he comforts you and strengthens you, you'll be able to go through that situation and say, it was God that took me through. And it's, it's, it's because I gave him praise throughout the entire situation. Wasn't always easy. Didn't always feel good. But I gave him praise. In everything, give thanks. In everything. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
Amen, BCU family. So that's, that's what the Lord gave me, and I praise him for it. I'd like to know what your thoughts are on giving thanks, even in tough situations. So if you're not already on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, please make your way here. I'll go on down to that comment section, and let's continue our conversation on Thanksgiving. All right, BCU family, I have got to wrap things up. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And remember your thanksgiving to our God as you stay on the wall.